Hey guys, welcome back to the Girls Who Get It podcast. I'm Sam. And I'm Julia. And we don't actually have like a specific topic this week. We decided (laughs) neither of us was like feeling anything in particular. So we thought let's just have a normal conversation. So we just want to chat. Yeah, it'll be like us basically just recording one of our phone calls, essentially. Yeah. And actually, we haven't talked all that much because just being busy and everything. So we need to update each other anyway. Exactly. (laughs) On life. Um, Oh, by the way, I listened to the episode you did last week with Katie. What what are your thoughts? Because I know we mentioned... um, you and Nick, like, your relationship in it, but it was more Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but first of all, she has such a good, like, podcasting voice. Oh my gosh. Yeah, when I was editing it, I was like, okay. Yeah. It reminds me of, like, a radio host voice. No, seriously, she really does. It was so interesting because... Like, I mean, we've talked about this before. Like, I I always find sister relationships very fascinating mm, because, mm-hmm. you know, I never experienced that growing up with a brother. And right. I don't know. It, it's funny to hear how you guys were talking about growing up. And it seems like your age gap, like, feels so much bigger to you guys, <laughs> which is mm-hmm. so weird to think that you're only two years apart. Because you were talking about, like, your childhood, and you guys were acting like you're 10 years apart or something. It was just Might so as funny. Well have been. <laughs> I know, it's so interesting. What we experienced growing up, like, she, just being two years older than me, understood more of it than I did. And it, mm-hmm. like, two years is really nothing, but it just... The timing of it all. When you're younger, though, I feel like it is a bigger deal. Me and my brother are over five years apart. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I mean, obviously, I felt the age difference. Maybe because he's a bro- like he's a boy. Also, the difference, too, is like we both grew up like as really, really shy kids and like <laughs> Because most of my childhood, I was in New York in the city. We didn't really, like, go outside that often. And, like, we didn't have friends, really. Like, Mm -hmm. I never, like, hung out with friends outside of school or, like, had sleepovers. So, like, my brother really was my best friend. Which is so interesting because I would, like, your age difference to me is so major. So, I'm like, oh, it's so amazing that you guys are as close as Mm -hmm. you are. Because I think a lot of people would not be able to, like, bridge that and connect. I don't know. I mean, we definitely, we used to beat the shit out of each other (laughs) when we were younger. So that's, yeah, I mean, I think that every sibling goes through. All sibling relationships. You have to. I mean, it's, I think, I did, like, an Instagram poll question thing to see what other people's experience had been. And I didn't get to post, like, all the responses that I wanted, but I read through most of them. And a lot of people have that experience where they go through that period of time where maybe you kind of, like, hate each other for a little Mm -hmm. bit. And then 
as you get older, you come around. But then there were still other people that said, you know, we've grown distant and they just don't feel like, you know, forcing that relationship or it just hasn't been what they wanted, which is unfortunate, but important to acknowledge because just because your family doesn't mean you should be best friends or you should, you know, have an amazing relationship. For sure. It's so interesting, like, when you get older and you just become an independent adult that's just a separate entity from your family, you really start to look at your parents, your siblings, your family members, and you view them as, like, just other humans. Like, I think about with my parents a lot. Like, my mom was just here visiting me this past week, and it's so interesting to I mean obviously we're always going to have that mother daughter dynamic but mm-hmm. like now being a grown woman myself like I just view her as like an, another woman and it's just so interesting to see like the way she does things that like you know as a kid you don't even notice these things or think anything of it it's just right. the way it is like that's just your mom that's your whole world and I don't know it's it's just interesting how things can change I, when you grow up. Yeah, and I wonder if other people have this experience. I think it's kind of generational. But, like, as you, like you said, when you are older and you're your own person and you can view people, including your family members, kind of more of what they are and not just, oh, well, it's my family. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we're related. That's my uncle. No, that's my per. Like, that's a person. Yeah. You can make those decisions to... I don't want to say, like, cut people off, but you choose the kind of relationships that you want to have with people. Right. Related or not. But my mom and my family, like, older people in my family, and maybe it's not just age, but some people have the view where it's like, oh, well, you're related, so, you know, you should invite them or you should Mm -hmm. have a certain type of... But if I don't talk to somebody... Why would I invite them just because we're related to, like, a party or an event? Right. Or, oh, well, you know, you're cousins, so that means this. But if you're not, like, close with somebody, who cares? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Relate. I, I don't know if I'm making sense, but, like, related or not, you don't have to have a relationship with somebody if you don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> or you don't feel like it's... I don't know. Not not important to you, but... No, for sure. And I think that sometimes the relationships that you have with your friends or people that are not blood-related to you can be stronger than the relationships you have with actual blood family. And no, I totally agree. Like, blood is not thicker than water, as they say. Yeah, somebody shared a response on Instagram that was talking about that. And I just was like, I don't... There's family members that I don't really speak to, not for any particular reason. We're just not close. And then there's family members I'd rather not speak to because of what I've found out about them Mm -hmm. by becoming an adult and having my own thoughts and feelings and opinions and or how they, you know, have made me feel in the past that I don't want to reach out and talk to them all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like if you, yeah, if you just feel like somebody in your family is a shitty person you don't want them in your life anymore like I 
definitely have like cut people in my family like out of my life. Right. And I feel like I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You have to do it for yourself, for your own yeah. like, peace of mind. Right. But some people have such a different view. Like, just because you're family, that means you need to tolerate something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Not want to or you shouldn't. Family is interesting. And then with the queen's death, I've been watching all of this stuff about the royal family and everything. Mm-hmm. And that connects to this, too, because it's like, oh, you know, they're all royals. They're all family. and But the beef that goes on within that family, my God. I know. Do you watch The it's Crown? I, I had started it, but I I think I'm probably still in season one. Oh, my God. I talk about a show that I did not think that I was going to like, and then I became <laughs> obsessed like i never gave a fuck about the royal family or any of that stuff but i do now i mean not really not but like the the show (laughs) yes like the show is just so fucking good and i don't even Mm -hmm. really care like supposedly everything is like pretty close to reality and is pretty accurate in the Mm show but like whether it is or not, I don't give a fuck. Like, I just love that show so much. It is so good. And I can't wait. The next season is supposed to come out, I think, in like a month or two. Oh, wow. I'm going to have to get into it. Oh, my God. It's so good. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I had like binged the whole show and then got caught up only to find out like, oh, you got to wait a whole year for the next season. <laughs> and I was like, no. I hate when that That's happens. That's the worst. Yeah. So I've been waiting patiently um but yeah i mean well what are your thoughts because i feel like people either love the queen or they hate the queen and the whole royal family Mm. i think at this point a monarchy's it's really weird that like we still yeah like what exactly is the point and i know a ton of people you know from all the countries that Britain has colonized have very strong Mm -hmm. feelings about it and Mm -hmm. you know seen a lot of comments that they're I don't know celebrating kind of in a way and that I don't know and when anyone dies there's a little bit of sadness maybe that's not true if you know I almost said Ted Cruz but I was I was gonna gonna say Bundy (laughs) Hitler? Do you think people were sad? Like, no, no, no. Oh. Like those in those cases, like people deserve to die. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And maybe people do feel like she deserved to die, but it's the institution that I was really just gonna say at. exactly. Right. And this has been going on for thousands of years, and it's unfortunate that it's all happened and that countries have been like stripped of their own culture mm-hmm. and kind of forced to go with the uh royal you know they get sucked into it right but what is it all her fault no could she have done better uh, like kind of fixing things maybe yeah but Mm -hmm. i don't know yeah i mean i honestly don't know enough i feel like to really me either speak on it but i mean 
I definitely, you know, like, we all knew she was getting up there in age and, like, her health wasn't doing too well. And it was so funny, or not funny, but it was just, like, (laughs) weird timing because the night before um, she had died, I was thinking about, oh, the crown is coming back soon. Like, I wonder (laughs) if the queen is going to make it. For the new season, like, before the new season comes out. And then the next morning I wake up and I found out she had died. And I was like, oh, you my jinxed God, her. so weird. I know, I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I never cared much about the royal family. I think it's it's kind of outdated. I think it would be hilarious if it got, you know, they kind of ended the monarchy and they all had to get normal jobs. <laughs> like, you just yeah. walk in to see, like, I don't know. Prince William working at a grocery store or something. <laughs> That'll never happen, but I know that a lot of their taxes go to taking care of their expenses. Right. Which right. seems mm, strange, but I, like you said, I don't know enough to have an opinion, but she also yeah. had her, you know, with her death comes all the TikTok videos and all the people talking about it. Um, good and bad things. She had her shady moments. Uh, mm. For sure. And then if we're talking Princess Diana. Uh... It's interesting how the queen died like around, you know, the anniversary of Princess Diana's death. Did she, When did she die? August? No, beginning of September, I think. Oh, really? I think her, I want to say her funeral was like on... The day my brother was born, I think. Oh, wow. Let me look this up. What? Oh, yeah, 1997. It was. Oh, she died August 31st. And then... Yeah, her funeral was September 6th, 1997. The day my brother was born. Yeah. It's so sad, though, because, like, if I... I obviously don't know if this is true, but it's... I saw it somewhere. That how Charles and Camilla were always, you know, in love. Girl, you gotta watch The Crown. I know, I have to go to that part. You gotta watch The Crown. So they're in love before Diana, but Mm -hmm. Camilla's not good enough for the queen. Because she was divorced. Because she was divorced, not a virgin, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It could have all been avoided. Diana could still be alive if the queen were just like... Here, marry Camilla, who cares? I know. You know what's so crazy about it is, like, I personally think that, um, well, he's the king now. King Charles mm, the third. is, like, <laughs> not a fan, <laughs> little you know? sausage fingers. But, like, after watching The Crown, and again, like, I don't know, like, how accurate every little detail is, but I'm like, damn, you know, like, R.I.P. Diana, like, mm-hmm. an angel, but... Uh, Charles and Camilla, like, talk about a love story for the fucking ages. Yeah, honestly. Like, that is, it's kind of romantic. A little, and the fact that, also, like, they're still together to this day, and like, oh my god, just so in love. They should have been together from the start, and then I he kind of left Diana alone. It's so sad that, like, yeah. It's like, tragic. If they could have just been together from the beginning. And I do feel bad for her. I feel like they could make a movie, like notebook style movie out of their love story. That, yeah. Like forbidden love, but that that prevailed in the end. 
I do feel bad for Camilla because she's obviously not as beautiful as Diana. <laughs> um, and that's pointed out constantly. But, like, what is she supposed to do? This man was in love with her. I don't know. She can't help that. Anyway. I Yeah, moral of the story, like, let people, just let people live. Let them. Honestly. Let, <laughs> live, laugh, love. <laughs> yeah, come on. Oh, my God. Um. Oh, my God, wait. So, speaking of, like, drama and stuff that's been in the news, please tell me you've been keeping up with the Don't Worry Darling drama. Oh, my God. Of course. I am living for that right now. I don't even know where to begin. First of all, I don't want to be a hater, and I especially don't want to hate on women for, like, no particular reason, but Olivia Wilde's driving me nuts. Mm-hmm. I want this movie to come out. I want people to stop talking about her. I don't really want to see her face again. Um... <laughs> well, and I kept reading how, like, the movie is not even worth the hype, and... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I want to see it because I think that Florence Pugh, is that her name? I think it is. Hey, yeah, Pugh. Um, I think she is so cute. I love her. And I just want to see the movie because of her, honestly. If you're listening and you don't know what we're talking about, there is this movie coming out soon called Don't Worry Darling. It's supposed to be like a thriller, I think. Like Psycho- the yeah. 1950s. Yeah, like a psychological thriller. Mm-hmm. And Harry Styles is in it um and apparently he's a bad actor in it which i'm not surprised by well i know you're a big fan of his i'm personally not surprised i'm not like a huge fan maybe these days i i appreciate his music i was a one directioner i like his music but i think he's a i think he's a singer that's the thing. Some people can't do, like, it kind of annoys me sometimes when people try to go and do, like, the back and forth. Everything. Like, well, well, some I'll people see the can movie. do it. Yeah. But some people can't. <laughs> I'll see the movie and then, you know. Then be I'll the give judge. Them a chance. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but that's yeah, there's all this drama surrounding it because Olivia Wilde, she is in the movie too, but she um, directs it and wrote it also, I think. Uh, I'm not sure. Creator, I don't know. Um, but yeah, originally I think like Shia LaBeouf was supposed to be in it, but then Mm -hmm. there was all this. He's claiming he quit. Olivia Wilde's claiming she fired him, replaced him with Harry Styles. Miss Flo. Yeah, whatever. There's drama with that. Then there's drama because Olivia Wilde was like going through a divorce when this Mm -hmm. movie was filming, and then was like in a relationship i guess with harry styles which is weird to me but on that topic they haven't really like at the premiere they weren't well now yeah everyone's like oh they're they're done now because they were like avoiding each other now that their pr relationship is over yeah 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 yeah. i don't fucking Hmm. know weird um i mean i guess it's not that weird i think they have like a what a 10 year age gap yeah which isn't that crazy but like i i maybe it's because of like the boy band thing for some reason harry styles in my mind will always be like same with justin bieber like i will always and ariana grande like they will never be adults to me Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know 
Yeah. Um, so something about them being together just feels very weird. Because I'm like, she was with Jason Sudeikis, which like, that's his, that's, is that who she was with? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, I'm like, oh, okay, that's a man. But then I look at Harry Styles and I'm like, that's a boy. Like, that's a I don't boy. Know. No, I agree. <laughs> Jason Sudeikis deserves so better anyway well yeah um, and he supposedly had her um custody papers delivered to her while she was on stage hilarious doing like an because why or something are you at every harry styles concert where are your children like what are you doing well that's like with megan fox too like she yeah <laughs> got a divorce and then started dating machine gun kelly and all of a sudden she like does her children just don't exist anymore and of course we don't know like actually what the custody situation looks like but how can right. you be at every single harry styles concert and your kids are across the country how does that that's, work exactly that's the thing like and obviously i'm all for like just because you're a mother doesn't mean that you can't be sexy and like no you know do your be thing in a hot life. passionate but, relationship yeah go do your thing but like yeah no it is definitely interesting how they travel so much and they're always like seeing places and doing these interviews and it's like yeah like it doesn't seem like their kids are ever with them anymore that's what it seems that's what it that's i don't know we're speculating but that's just true yeah, yeah. i mean obviously we don't know we can't but maybe she flies home every night to put them to bed i'm not sure but... maybe and i get that like you want to keep your kids lives a little bit more private you don't want to be posting Mm -hmm. them all the time and stuff but it seemed like at least with um megan fox like she was posting pictures of them all the time on instagram and then all of a sudden she got her divorce and maybe that was but he posts them on his instagram brian austin i don't know it's just it's just weird it's like all of a sudden it just doesn't seem like but I know. In both of those situations, you have the father of those kids saying in some way, like, hey, you're not around. Because Jason Sudeikis is serving her custody papers. Right. So if he felt like there was a good balance, I feel like you don't do that unless you need to. Well, and Brian Austin Green, did you see, Did were you keeping up with that drama? Like, when... Megan Fox started dating Machine Gun Kelly, like her the first picture that she posted on Instagram, like announcing basically that they were together was like Mm -hmm. a picture of them. And the caption was like, my precious boy, like my heart is forever yours or some shit. And then he posted a picture of their sons Mm -hmm. with the same caption, but it was like my precious boys or whatever. Like, which makes shade. Okay. Yeah, it, like, why would he feel the need to do that if you were very present and still, like... Exactly. It definitely is giving off, like, you ditched us. You don't give a yeah. shit about your kids anymore. Yeah. Yep. I, that's just what it seems. You never know, obviously. But... Right. It does seem that way. But I just love it. It's so funny. Like, all the memes that have been coming out of their interviews and everything. Oh, the fucking interview with Harry Styles where he's like... Yeah, like, it's like a movie. <laughs> and Chris Pine is so obviously, like, oh, He's tuned just out. done. I, I could not relate to someone more. Like, But the sad thing love is, Chris Pine. <laughs> I understand what Harry's trying to say. Like, I get it, but he, he just doesn't know how to 
articulate. I mean, somebody get this man a fucking like publicist and like a PR team to give him a to give him some training. Like, tell him what to say. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, because when you're like touring and singing and people are asking you about singing, he's good on that. But yeah, movies maybe not so much. Yeah. What other? Has there been anything else? Oh, um, Kourtney Kardashian's new secret brand. Have you seen that? I have seen it. And I just saw TikTok earlier today because that's what I've been doing the last two days is watching TikToks, if I'm being honest. Um, (laughs) But someone was like, oh, yeah, you can just look this shit up. And it's supplements and vitamins. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. there's going to be merch. Or whatever. yeah. Yeah. So cool. Some Kardashian vitamins. Um, I know. It's like, oh, awesome. She posted um, a video yesterday, I think it was, and she's mm-hmm. talking about, she's like, oh, it's going to be a brand of whatever, and like, sh- they're bleeping her mouth. And oh, I saw it, that. Yeah. She made it seem like she was saying that it was going to be vibrators. <laughs> and she should. I know, and I was like, oh, that would be really fucking cool. Way more interesting than But no, vitamins. Like, (laughs) great, cool, okay, boring, next. Doesn't Travis Barker have a vitamin or, like, supplement company? He has, like, Barker Wellness, and I think, I want to say it's, like, CBD-related. I'm not sure, though. Oh, okay. But, yeah, he does have his own (sighs) thing. I don't know. I was really all for them as a couple in the beginning, but now I'm just at the point where I'm, just, I just find it very annoying. It's very weird to me how much she has like completely changed her image and her style since getting with him. It just it's feels, very obvious. It's just screaming like midlife crisis to me. A little bit. Poor Scott. Because she has had her moments. Well, I don't know if I'd say poor Scott because maybe this is his karma, but like. Yeah, I mean, true, true. She, in the past, has had her more kind of grungy moments, if you will, but not to this level. All of a sudden, you're wearing, like, black leather and these... In, it's, like, fishnet it's, stockings. Yeah, and it's, it's a like, lot. It is, it's a lot, and it's like, that seems to be the only style that she has now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the beginning, I was like, oh, okay, I get it, you know, like... You start dating someone, you're spending a lot of time together, you start to kind of, like, adopt a little bit of their style, but it's just, mm-hmm. like, she's just, a, like, completely just dresses so opposite of I know how she used to, and just, and I don't know, yeah. the way that they're, like, all over each other, oh, like, that's so great that you're, like, so obsessed and so in love with each other, <laughs> but I'm over it. <laughs> Yeah, I honestly haven't... At first, I was like, oh my god, this is so cool for her because I feel like she didn't have a decent relationship. I uh, can't say ever because I don't know before Scott what her situation was. Yeah. But I feel like she deserves to have a decent relationship and he... They, they're in love, obviously. Yeah, I mean, so good for her. Good for them, but I don't... I don't care to see it anymore. I don't... I'm not following much. I'm trying to think about our own lives because there's nothing else I've been following. 
Yeah, no, I don't think me neither. Um, so you said that your dad was visiting for his birthday? Yeah, he came to visit. Um... Wait, so how does it feel not having him as a roommate? Like, you're by yourself now, right? To be honest, it feels great. Um, <laughs> I have complete peace and quiet when I get home. Yeah, for now, it's great. Does this it mean is... that we can start recording video podcasts? Yeah, I should probably get that setup going now that he's not uh, making noise, even just during these types of recordings. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm i going to kind of miss that, to be honest. Like, you stopping. Having to be like, shut up. <laughs> I would, like, text him, because if he were out or whatever, I'd say, I'm starting to record. You need to be quiet. And he just doesn't get that. Even this weekend, you know, I'm trying to sleep in Sunday morning. And um, he's out there making coffee very loudly at 8 a.m., which is sleeping into me because during the week I get up at like six but yeah. still I don't like to be disturbed and now I'm not really at all yeah no I feel the same exact way so I was up in Pennsylvania visiting my family for mm-hmm. about a week and we had recorded the last episode that we did together I was up there and I at first was like oh I'm gonna go record in my car mm-hmm. so it'll be quiet but it was too hot and I didn't have good wi-fi out there so I came back in I said to my parents I was like I'm gonna be recording in the bedroom please be quiet mm-hmm. and they immediately like they are just having full volume conversation right out in the yeah. kitchen and I can fully hear everything like they're not even trying to be quiet <laughs> I was like, oh, dear God. It's so, so difficult. No, I get it. And then my mom came down, like, back down here with me and stayed with me here for the week. Mm-hmm. And, you know, love her to death. I know she's mm-hmm. listening to this. <laughs> but it is. It's like, I don't know. Having somebody in your space, it gets, like, I'm, I'll just say I'm glad. Had a great time with her. Mm-hmm. Love having visitors, but after a while, I, I, I'm, I get to a point where I'm happy to be by myself. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> so this will be kind of my first time living by myself. Um, I did live by myself for a little while. Oh yeah, in Virginia. Virginia, but that was just, I mean, it wasn't on purpose. He, I was living with my dad there as well. We because of work and he just happened to leave a project before I did so I had like six months like a taste a sample of living Mm -hmm. by myself (laughs) and I love it like I thought I'd be kind of scared alone or like super lonely and there are moments where I feel like man it'd be nice if someone else were here um or I'm trying to think the other night what I was watching oh no 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 okay so I finished this book called Verity I've been seeing it oh my god I have been dying to read that everyone's been talking about it it's insane it's insane I I started on Monday last Monday and I finished on Thursday and that's like with work and everything else Mm -hmm. I had to do 
like my sister and I recorded a podcast and I had to edit it and I still finished it by Thursday because I couldn't stop. Like it amazing. If you wanted to read something uh what's the genre? It's like psychological thriller type thing like oh man yeah Haley had it when we went to the beach the one day and she literally like and she's not even a big reader but she Mm -hmm. got like halfway through the entire book just in the one sitting and she was like I feel like I'm like watching a movie no literally yes this book and I was like because I need to borrow it when you're done finish no you definitely have to borrow it from her because start but I need to get it on a weekend so I can literally, because that's just how I get with all books. Like, I need mm-hmm. to just finish it all in one sitting. Like, I I don't know Especially how people are like, I'm going to read a little before bed. I have no self-control. Um. <laughs> well, a boring book is really easy to read before Yeah, slowly. true. But yeah, everybody's been saying that about this. So I'm like, okay, I need to start it on a weekend so I can just literally sit and just read it all at once. Uh, Yeah, so I was... I was reading Where the Crawdads Sing, and I've been reading it for a long time because I'm having a hard time getting into it. And I like I trust Reese's book club, Reese Witherspoon's book club, with my life. Mm-hmm. Like if if she has a book on there, I'm probably gonna like it. Um, but this one I'm really struggling with. Still haven't finished it. Wanted to finish it before I see the movie, but I honestly might give up and just watch the movie. Yeah. Um, so I I was meaning to finish that, but my sister had told me about uh, Verity, and then I got it, and I just thought, no, let me start it. From the start, it has your attention, which I find pretty important. If I'm not interested after, like, one, two chapters max, mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be very hard for me to get, to keep going. Agreed. But this is not, this was crazy. So it's kind of creepy. So I finished it Thursday night. It was 10, 30, 11. And I was just in my apartment alone. And that was the first time I was kind of scared and like from creeped book? out. Yes, from a book. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so. I love that shit. So I'm like, I have like the biggest yeah. smile on my face right now. <laughs> it is crazy. And that was the first time I was like, I wish, not the first time I thought to myself, I wish my dad were here because you know, he's a cool guy, cool guy to live with. Really not that bad, just not that bad of a roommate, just noisy, which bothers me. But um, I was like, oh, I wish he was here. So I wouldn't be so freaked out. Yeah, <laughs> Someone's yeah, yeah. like hiding out in a closet somewhere. Oh, I love, I um, feel like I haven't felt like genuinely scared or like creeped out. It's creepy. From something in a while. So now I'm even more interested than I already was. Okay, I hope you like it, because I'm hyping it up a lot, but I... No, everyone has told yeah. me that that book is really good. So I've been seeing I've it. I've been wanting um, to read it for a while. Around. Highly recommend. It's it's crazy. But, yeah, so I was kind of like, eh, I'm scared. But I went to bed, I was fine. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared. What was that, you guys? If you know what video we're talking about... Iconic video. You're a best friend. (laughs) Yes. You're a girl who gets it if you know that. I don't know what was that, guys. (laughs) I'm scared. I didn't even do that. Um, Yeah, no, personally, I love living alone. And I think because, like, 
my apartment's pretty small, and I'm mm-hmm. not on the ground floor, so I feel pretty safe. I feel safe. Yeah, I feel safe. And having a dog, too. Well. I'm like, I know if anyone were to even, like, attempt... Somebody, like, walks past my front door, and he... And he's ready to go. Knows, yeah. So... I think if I didn't have a dog and if I lived in, like, a big house by myself, that would be mm-hmm. different. Yeah. I don't... I am kind of apartment hunting because I'll most likely be moving in December. So I'm a little early, but I'm just looking around. Yeah, I was going to ask you like, about that. I cannot have a floor, like, a first floor unit. Yeah. Me. Or even I'm looking into, like, some townhouses. Uh <clears throat> Even that's a little freaky to me, but I did live, that's what I lived in, in Virginia. We had a townhouse, so, you know, it's not bad, but it does feel more secure being, like, in an apartment building with a secured entrance and on the second mm-hmm. or third or whatever floor. Yeah. Um, definitely feels safer, but, yeah, the apartment I'm in is way too big for just me, and I have no man and no other roommate. I don't really want to live with a roommate if I could help it. So I'm going to be moving, hopefully, if I can find something. No one's getting back to me. But, yeah. Ugh, the stress. Fun. I yeah. I just got my um, notice about my lease because mm-hmm. my lease is going to be up in December. And I knew that they were going to obviously raise the rent and everything. Like, I literally moved here at the perfect timing because a few months after I got here, like, everything just skyrocketed. Hmm. It's insane. Like, they have um, an apartment below me that Mm -hmm. is literally, like, it's the exact same size as my apartment, same layout and everything. And they're asking, like, seven hundred dollars a month more than what What? my rent was yeah isn't that insane uh crazy oh oh my god um and but yeah i found out that my rent is going up four hundred dollars a month holy shit i'm like that it's more than i was anticipating and i had a freak out moment when i found out and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Should I? But, like, I can't move because everything in this fucking town is, like, even more expensive, honestly. It's insane. Like, $400 is insane to me. If you're going to raise... I know. What is the ceiling? Is there any limit to what they're going to raise? Because... Well, so it depends on the state that you're in. And of course, North Carolina doesn't have any limitations, so they can raise it as much as they want. Yeah, it sucks. But that's what I'm like dealing with now upstate. Um, Listen, Albany and upstate, there are their, they have their pros and cons. But a lot of the areas around here are trash. Yeah. And I would never pay more than like $1,200 to live in these places that are charging you 1600 a month plus with no mm-hmm. amenities, no nothing. Like I went to, I was going to tour an apartment that was just down the block from mine because I was like, hey, cool. I just roll my stuff down the sidewalk. <laughs> like that's yeah. convenient. <laughs> um, and it was a one bedroom, so it was smaller and... 
it looked nice inside, so I was like, okay, I'll go see it. Well, there was no parking included, so that was up to me to pay another $130 a month to reserve a spot in a parking deck that's a block away. Mm-hmm. Um, so the rent is already $14.50 with, you know, water, maybe, water and trash included, whatever the Damn. basic is. So then 100 plus more dollars for parking just to ensure I have a spot. And then whatever my utilities are. I was like, at that point, I'm spending $2,000 for this little one-bedroom apartment. I have no gym. I have no pool. What's the point? No, exactly. That's just to have a roof over your head. That's not Mm -hmm. even including, like, groceries. And it's... It's insane to me. And then... I was still kind of considering it because I'm like, oh, you know, what are my other options? Let me just still. And then I was standing out front because they had canceled it. I guess I didn't confirm my appointment to see it, even though Mm. I'd been texting back and forth with these people for a week and I confirmed on Google. But whatever. I guess that wasn't enough. (laughs) I was supposed to text somebody else to let them know I'd be there. Uh. So I just stood out front in case... She was there and some, I don't know, just whatever. I had the time and it was right down the block. And I'm standing there for not even five minutes and multiple creepy weird men are like, hey, hey, I'm, I was like, no, I'm going home. I'm not about to walk a block from my $130 parking spot right. at night with these kind of men out here in the well, daylight. That's exactly how it was when I was living in the Poconos. Mm-hmm. The little apartment I had, granted, my rent was much cheaper than that, but I had right. to pay, yeah, like about 130 a month for parking, and it was a couple blocks away, and it was very creepy and scary to walk late at night by myself, yeah. and it was a pain in the ass if I that. had a lot of groceries and stuff to carry inside. Right. Or if, like, the weather was bad, like, yeah, it was total pain in the ass, and so I do... Like, I've been reminding myself of all of that. I'm like, at least where I'm mm-hmm. at, like, I have parking included and it's convenient and it's safe, blah, 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 blah. Like, and you're, you're getting I'm a new pool. I'm just going to stay here. So, I know they're building a new pool and a new gym. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm very grateful that like things are included. But that's part of the reason why I left Pennsylvania because the area I was in, they didn't have any apartments that had any amenities included. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, asking for so much more than what these places were worth. Like... I know. You know, it's... I don't mind paying a little bit more if I am getting... Like, if it's worth what I'm paying for. Yeah. And just it just, like, wasn't. Nothing is worth it. I'm looking, looking, looking. Ugh, I'm already exhausted. And it's hard when you are alone. Like, I love being able to say, like, I'm a single independent woman. I don't need Mm -hmm. anybody. Like, I can take care of myself. I love that. But it is scary because you don't have anybody to fall back on or, like, anybody to help you. Yeah. It would be nice to have someone to split rent with, but (laughs) whatever. Yeah. No, for sure. One day. I'll see what I can find. Maybe one day. Although... Dating right now is so... Yeah, what's the update on that? There, There is no update because... Hmm. Well, I, well, I guess I can't say there's not. I forget what I said about it the last time we talked about it. I had deleted my apps. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because I was just it's just disappointing and I don't really want to use tinder because all that comes from that for me I know other people have met their soulmates husbands wives on tinder it's like only hookup hookups no I know that's been my experience too and that I don't feel like I want that anymore I would ideally want something more than that um but then, you know, every experience I've had off Hinge has also been just hookups. So I don't know what I know. I wait, I'm I really doing. I want to post a poll like question for everyone out there. Mm-hmm. How the fuck are you actually making genuine connections on dating apps? Are you doing something different? Like how are you finding people that are like actually nice and like actually looking for something serious because I have found that Every person that I've interacted with, like, they always want to, like, the, like, the conversation just somehow gets kind of sexual. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why? Like, what the fuck? Like, don't you men want to have a connection? Don't you guys want to have someone to split rent with or do you not care? Like, I don't <laughs> Right. Understand. But, like, how are people finding, like, their fucking husbands and shit on these apps? Like, I... I don't know. I'm like, is it me? Because at this point, I genuinely, I think I'm just kind of so sick of doing the same thing and like trying and getting nothing different because, so the first guy I met on Hinge, if you guys can recall, was pizza date person in Albany. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. We all know how that went. But it's like, okay, so you start out all nice, we go on a normal, nice date, and then you tell me after, you know, maybe the problem is I don't wait long enough to hook up with people, although I don't think that matters. Maybe that's my problem. But it's also, it's not like you are the type of person that you're, like, making the first move on them and you're initiating these things. Never. (laughs) Okay, so, so I go out with him, right? And then all of a sudden, after we hook up, oh, I'm not looking for anything serious. Okay, great. Next hinge date that was more than just a one-off. We meet up. We have a nice, great first date, I would say. Second date, cool, fun, whatever. Like, I think, I guess it was total three dates. And then ghosted. Like, and these guys are like, holding my hand in the car and they're talking about the future and they're doing all these nice things. What is the point? If you just want to hook up, yeah. why are you going to hold my hand in the car? Why are you going to talk about what you're going to get me, how you're going to get me flowers, like, for my birthday? Ugh. Why are you doing that? Shut up. Like, just stop. And why are you on Hinge? Get yourself on Tinder if you just want to hook up. Yeah. I definitely would love to know the psyche. I mean, I know, like, Nick had talked about it a little bit in that episode we did with him. Mm-hmm. But, no, truly, I think, honestly, okay, you, maybe you need to do an experiment for us. Like, the next date <sighs> you go on, if a guy starts doing that, you need to just literally be like, why are you doing this right now? Like, can I, like what what's going on in I, your mind? Like, <laughs> I think I should start because I'm so sick of the same shit. This is the same shit that's always been happening to me. The only difference is... Maybe I don't hook up on the first date because I've, you know, I've done that. (laughs) Maybe I go out and just get to know them and talk to them and see if I even like them. And then we hook up and then, bam, ghosted still. Like, I literally cannot take one more interaction that's like that. 
And then, so what made me delete Tinder, which mostly I have because I'm bored. I can't remember the last time I met somebody off Tinder. Um, Me and my friends were drinking one night and we were just swiping on everybody. I swiped right on everyone (laughs) Mm -hmm. because I just didn't really care. So I have all these guys coming through, talking to me, whatever. Um, I'd matched with one guy who was very upfront about the fact that he just was trying to hook up. I was like, okay, I'm obviously not interested in that. Then I matched with this guy. We're having a cool conversation about music. I thought, okay, cool. This Mm -hmm. might be different. We're talking, talking. I asked him something like, my go-to was what's your favorite song or... I forget what we were talking about. Something along those lines. And he was like, that's a conversation for another time. Like, I could get really into that. And then he goes, what are you wearing? What? So I just, like, deleted the app um, immediately. <laughs> because, like, how disappointing and just discouraging. Yeah. I am i don't know how else to date. Because I've always used the apps. I've never dated without them. I'm bad in person like I'm not gonna just I don't get approached I don't approach people like this is what I know and what I'm comfortable with Mm -hmm. I don't know what else to do I'm like well and I mean it works for a lot of people like there are a lot of success stories so it's just so why not me yeah I don't know personally I've given up on them completely I deleted them months ago and I've had no desire to download them again it's miserable yeah it's literally like I don't and then you see these guys and I I think I've seen like TikToks about this too but I see it on Hinge all the time where you can or even Tinder where I see this guy oh 34 years old 35 years old uh just looking for friends Or on Hinge, you can put your dating intentions. Mm -hmm. Um, I forget the one where it's like something not serious, but they put it as that one that's not something. I'm like, you're 35 years old. What are you waiting for exactly? What do you think you're... (laughs) Yeah. No one's going to want you when you're 45 and balding. I'm sorry. Like, meet somebody now. Okay, no, maybe someone will want you then. But why are you... Are you going to just try to hook up with 20-year-olds? Because that's what it seems like all of Mm -hmm. the, the guys are doing. I know. And it is very frustrating how, like, everything just gets super sexual. And, like, okay, remember how I I told you that I had met this guy that's a cop down here? Mm, Did I tell you? Yeah, Yeah, we had matched on Hinge, I think, like, the first time I had downloaded it, like, last winter. And... Mm -hmm. We followed each other on Instagram, talked a little bit, didn't really go anywhere. We had ran into each other in person then a couple times, and we ended up exchanging numbers. Um, we hung out one time with our dogs, like, very mm-hmm. innocent. Went to the beach, and we were talking about, like, our experiences with dating and stuff so far. Mm-hmm. And I don't, like, then he was just, like, making, like, sexual comments, and I was kind of like, mm. Mm what the fuck like I thought everything was going well and like we were friends and it was good like we were having good conversation and then he would like respond to my stories and stuff which Mm -hmm. is like stupid 
like sexual kind of comments. Oh my god! Like I post, I posted like a selfie one time, and he responded to it like juicy ass lips or something. Like what the fuck? So I didn't re- like I never respond to those things, and I just kind of wrote him off, and I was like, all right. Fuck, like, fuck this guy. Like, I thought he was normal and cool, but, like, he's acting like a fucking creep. Hadn't talked to him in a while, and then he messaged me a couple nights ago and was like, oh, when can I finally take you out on a real date or something? Mm. Mm. And I was like, uh, never. (laughs) Yeah. Did you actually say that? Yes. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Amazing. Uh, Yeah. And then it makes me feel gross because it makes me feel like just like this over-sexualized like being. Like you don't even treat me like a real... A human. Human. It's just gross. And it's just like an automatic turnoff for me these days. And it's like lately just being on Tinder, which I had deleted after he was like, what are you wearing? I was like, I'm done. Yeah. Um, That's just all they see you as and they're fine with like being that way up front with you but it does seem like once you hook up with someone that maybe you don't know their intentions yet or you don't know them that well they just stop trying to get to know you like they're like okay cool we're good now we can just which I don't know I literally don't know what to do I'm I'm changing my approach in the way that I'm not really going out of my way for men anymore. Like, even with this... So I I did re-download Tinder, but I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> I wasn't going to. I had no intention of doing it. But I got a text Friday night from someone, booty call time, like midnight, 1 a.m., mm-hmm. that I had saved in my contacts. So I know that I, you know, knew him at some point through some probably app but he was like oh hey it's blank w-y-a where are you at mm-hmm. and I was like I don't know who this person is <laughs> at all like I have no idea what this guy looks like I don't know where I might he has a 518 number so I was like definitely someone I probably matched with more recently because it's a New York number. Interesting. I have no idea. So I You have to go check hinge. your matches. Yeah, see, see who I gave my number out to. This makes me sound so bad. But, like, I was looking through Hinge. Nope, not there. And then I looked. I re-downloaded Tinder. And I couldn't find him there either. So I was like, oh, shoot. But then I, I had just done this the other night. So I was, like, swiping a little bit. And I matched with this one guy that I... I'm pretty sure we I've matched with before, but I don't know. For some reason, I was, like, hopeful about it. I'm not sure. Probably just because he messaged me first with something other than, like, I don't know, something weird. What are you wearing? Um, so, what that mouth do? Yeah. <laughs> one of my openers. But, um, <laughs> I don't know. I was like, oh, he seems cool. And now... I haven't had a response since yesterday. I'm like, all right, yep, that that checks Typical. out. Typical. But I feel like because I'm so discouraged with dating, I just find it so hard to make the effort right now. Yeah. Like, even if it's somebody, he seems like a really cool guy. Like, we might have things in common. He lives around me, like, ideal. 
but I feel like I'm such a boring messenger texter person because I just yeah I, like what is the point I'm like no it's hard <laughs> and honestly like I, I mean that's part of the reason why I really feel like I don't think I'm gonna actually meet someone on an app because mm-hmm. even with people that like I have known a long time like I feel like I just have a hard time like keeping a good conversation going unless like there's a specific thing that we have to talk about yeah but like just making casual conversation like it's really hard to do that over text I feel like it is especially like when everyone's living their adult life everyone has stuff going on I can't sit here and think of things to say like I used to maybe yeah and like I think it's so much easier to be like you know show off your personality obviously and like be charming and like flirty and cute and whatever in person or even like on the phone but through text mm-hmm. I mean some people are good texters but like, I try to be but I, I don't know I feel like I'm boring them which whatever I don't think I'm boring but over messages oh whatever I don't feel like I have to respond to that and then they don't <laughs> Right. But that's why I feel like if I'm going to use the apps, I need to meet these people, like, pretty soon after. Right. Like, I can't be talking to someone for over a week with no, without meeting at this point. So what about the cute guy from your job? He's gone. What? I haven't seen him. I know. Have you stalked Missed on LinkedIn? Missed my chance. <laughs> no. No, no, no. <laughs> But, like, the other thing is, okay, I work with... There's so many men at work. I mean, tons of men. But that's so awkward to me to even interact... First of all, interact with them because I I can't. Physically, I can't do it for some reason. Wait, I was thinking about this in your episode with your sister last week. How uh-huh. you guys were talking about how you only... Like, you don't have any boys born into your family. Mm-mm. Maybe that's why you feel weird interacting with men. Because, yeah, like, you just have all girls. Be. Like, you don't have any guys, like, your age in your family. Yeah, no. I have two male cousins on my dad's side who I rarely see. That's that's a good point. Hmm. Yeah, they're just alien to me. Uh, yeah. It, it Like, I view them very different from women. Like, I mean, as you should, they are a different species. <laughs> they are. They've proven that just time and time again. <laughs> But there's such a disconnect, like, I don't know, I find it very difficult. But, like, at work, even with my work crush, I can communicate with him. Mm-hmm. But, like, if we were in a different setting, I absolutely would not be able to. So if you were in a setting outside of work, you wouldn't? Like, like if, if you were, I like, s- at a bar? Yeah, I would struggle. But because we have work things to discuss, like... Right, cool. right, right. Oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah, I got it. That's true. Well, I mean, yeah, when I was trying to hook you up with my friend Robbie at my birthday party, <laughs> you just completely avoided him. <laughs> just... I didn't do it on purpose. I was wasted. I was going to say, you got so drunk and then, like, didn't even interact with him at all. And I remember asking him after, I was like, so did you talk to Julia at all? And he was like, we didn't even interact. I didn't even see her. <laughs> Um, we were next to each other making s'mores, and then I was off doing something. (laughs) I do better with someone that's, like... Yeah, takes, like, the initiative and makes the first move. 
in my face about it because otherwise yeah, I yeah. Will you not... can't you can't deal with like a shy reserved i need to know you're interested in me or else yeah, i'm not yeah, no yeah. Uh, yeah which is something i'm working on because i don't this is gonna be sad i don't mean to turn the conversation to a sad one but like i don't view myself as an attractive person that men would want to talk to in that way so you need that like, reassurance yeah of like being like heavily pursued no i get that like i need to be pursued and i also like haven't really been so it just kind of it doesn't help so well, i yeah, feel like if, everybody though has like that fear of rejection so i take it to another level where i just i wouldn't even assume anyone is interested in me unless they matched with me on an app mm. <laughs> and i'm like okay cool they obviously matched with me that's why i think i'm able to use the apps and that's what i stick with because it makes it more clear cut yeah yeah i yeah but that makes total sense that's why i need someone like more outgoing and more in my face about it than i would probably even like because mm-hmm. then i know that well, i feel interested. like that would just also be a good balance for you too probably because you can be very outgoing but I feel like you would need someone to, like, pull that out of you. I do. Because with my ex, he was not outgoing, and it just was miserable. But that's because mm-hmm. he was miserable. But, yeah, it, <laughs> I, it has to be, like, known to me that someone is interested or else I'm going to assume you're not. I mean, that's my, my immediate thought, mm-hmm. unless otherwise told otherwise. I don't know how I'll meet someone, but it's... I, it's not going to be on Tinder. You just got to trust that, like, the universe will bring someone to you. <clears throat> and you got to put yourself out there more, you know? Like, it, it's very easy to get stuck in the rut of, like, go to work, come home. But, like, you're not going to ever meet somebody unless you go out into the world and put yourself in situations where you I could guess. meet someone. So... There's, like, a couple bars downstairs, and I've been wanting to do things by myself anyway. Yeah, you should. Preparation for a solo trip that I want to take in my head. And I'm like, I can't even go to the bar by myself here. How would I do it? Like, I want to go to Ireland by myself. How mm-hmm. would I do it there? Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, you could it. meet your future husband in Ireland. Ideally. But oh, my God. Irishman? That accent? I know. I'd be packing my bags immediately. But yeah, I think I'll start taking myself out more. It makes me nervous, but what's the worst that could happen? I sit at a bar by myself. (laughs) I think people look at being alone as sad. Or like when you see an old man eating by himself, you know, oh, so sad. I feel so bad for him. But like, why? Maybe he's wanting to eat by himself or, you know, it's just what... or. You or I going out alone doesn't have to be sad. Exactly. Yeah, I think that is what you should start doing. And then maybe you'll meet someone organically. Um, I'm trying to think what else there is to talk about. This kind of goes along with dating, I guess, in a way. I've recently started like a weight loss thing, um, which I've done before (laughs) multiple times. And those worked for a little bit but this seems to be going better like I've already 
been making progress. So I'm like a little bit hopeful on that front. But like it makes me think if I were to lose a not a significant amount but like more than 20 the 10 pounds that I fluctuate like normally. Yeah. And then I would start getting more attention from men. I think that would make me feel worse than ever. <laughs> like, it'd be worse than how I feel now about dating. It would be, like, detrimental to my... I can't even imagine the feelings I would... Because it's, like, in my head, that's the reason that I don't get approached, is, like, my weight or my size. And it very well could just be my... Um, the annoyed look on my face when I'm in public or like my personality (laughs) you never know but in my mind forever that's been the reason Mm -hmm. and then if I were to become more conventionally attractive in that way like a more acceptable size to a man and then I would like someone would want to date me I feel like I couldn't even it would just like confirm yeah you're negative yeah I I get what you're saying I really do not think that that is the reason because also I feel like the way that you talk on this podcast about yourself like people that didn't know what you looked like would probably think you were like (laughs) so like you're not even like a big person I know, well, I mean, no, like you're not, tall. You're like on the taller side. I'm to, five, well, to six, me, I guess. <laughs> to say am I? <laughs> I don't know. I think you view yourself very differently than how other people view you. And I think Probably. I mean we're all, we all are our worst critics, but right. But like growing up as the bigger girl, like that's just what I mean. That sticks in my mind. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. You don't have a boyfriend like your friends because you're bigger than them. Mm-hmm. And guys don't want that. Like especially in high school. So wait, what is this like program that you're doing? What does this entail exactly? Well, it's actually a medication which I was very hesitant to try. I've never done I've done weight loss programs multiple times through um the hospital bariatric programs yeah. oh that was really just low carb and then they would follow your progress with you and I lost 20 pounds doing that which is cool but not sustainable for me so I started this medication that I had seen that was good for PCOS that just so happened to also help you lose weight Kind of like metformin, which I had also... Actually, I I was also on that for a while. If any PCOS girlies are familiar. But that made me feel really sick. So, on TikTok, actually. Oh my god, I sound so annoying. TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. (laughs) This is how I find out about everything. But I had seen stuff about... um, It's called Manjaro. Which is, like, new. And it's for diabetes, but so is metformin. Um, so, like, diabetes medicine and, like, treatments for PCOS sometimes. Mm. Is it, like, Ozempric or whatever that... It's kind of like one of those. It's called, yeah. Um, but it's new, and 
my coworker was actually starting it and I was like, oh, really? Like, because I'd seen stuff about it and she was going for it. So I thought, maybe I should just try it and see. Um, and I feel like it's been going well. I don't have any weird side effects. I feel good. And, you know, the doctors, doctors can guide you and let, you know, if it's a good idea for you um, or not. But so far I'm happy with my decision. I know people have a lot of opinions about weight loss drugs and the different ways people lose weight surgery but this is and more like for your pcos i'm hoping i think i don't want to be like TMI. weight loss is just kind of one of the yeah uh, like effects of it but it's not like some yeah. like crazy sketchy black market like no, weight no. loss pill yeah. where it's just like meth but in a pill no it's yeah. supposed to help with glucose which pcos affects Right. Um, so, yeah, and I had noticed, usually, again, I don't I don't want to be TMI, so sorry if you think this is, but with PCOS, I've had really irregular periods forever, and I take the pill uh, for three months straight. Usually, if I stop the pill to have a period after three months, I'm waiting, 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 like days. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it doesn't even come. After I started Monjaro, I noticed I stopped the pill and a couple days later, my period started. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. You know, I'm hoping that my, it is really going to be beneficial for PCOS. Yeah, it's just balancing everything out. Yeah, but on top of that, like the weight loss, because if you read about the drug, it's not a weight loss drug. It's for diabetes. Right, Um, right. So I started, you do a shot once a week. It's just a little shot you do in your stomach or your thigh or wherever. Once a week. So I started on a Monday. So it's not a pill? No. Interesting. It's okay. a little, it doesn't even hurt or anything. I'm not like promoting this or anything. I'm just saying it's. it seems to be working for me. And I had discussed it with my doctor um, before doing it. It wasn't just like. Well, you got my hands on it and yeah, I was gonna say you have to get like a prescription for it, yes, right? You do. you do, yeah, okay, yeah. So and they'll tell you if they think it's right for you, but so far I have no real complaints. Interesting. Besides, yeah, if I get too skinny and suddenly men like me, that would be my complaint. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you have to keep us updated on how it's working out. Yeah, I mean, I'll be totally transparent i think everyone's caught up now <laughs> about everything. yeah i know i'm like uh, is there anything else that's been going on i don't think so not for me i think that's I think that covers it well this is good i was kind of like oh if we don't have a specific topic like <laughs> are, are we gonna be able to do a full episode there's lots to yeah. talk about apparently make sure you guys are following us on instagram girls who get it Just look out podcast for our polls yeah, and it's just fun to be able to, like, interact and talk with you guys, and that way you can kind of keep up with us throughout the week in between episodes. Yes. Will TTYL. Yes, TTYL. <laughs> Bye. Bye.